Today, there are two million descendants of French-Canadian immigrants living in New England. These are our stories. Welcome to the French-Canadian Legacy Podcast. Venez tous jeunes filles et garçons, je vais vous raconter l'histoire de notre immigration ici au USA, de grands aventuriers de pays étrangers. Bonjour everyone, this is Melody with the 2021 French-Canadian News Wrap-Up. In this special segment, we'll be covering the biggest Franco-American hits and highlights of this year. I hope you all had a joyeux Noël, and I hope you all have a happy and healthy new year. Let's get into this year's wrap-up. In early 2021, Franco Foods was launched on YouTube. This series showcases all of the wonderful foods of La Francophonie throughout the world. Watch as Natalie of the Franco-American Center in New Hampshire cooks these delicious meals from start to finish. She also shares the history and fun facts about the foods themselves, so it's definitely a great series to check out. Check out the latest episode where yours truly made an appearance for the holidays. In the spring, we had the annual Rassemblement, once again bringing together Franco-Americans of all ages. Everyone had the chance to speak and share their creative work that adds to the Franco-American culture. From written works to blogs and more, it was a great time to learn more about our experiences as Franco-Americans and how we can turn our passion into works of art. It was held virtually, of course, but we can't wait until we can gather in person for this event. For lovers of fiction books that bring Franco-American characters to life, Jekyll and Kayer Nelson McDonald's novel The Paper Route may pique your interest. This story is a murder mystery wrapped in a family saga. It moves from mid-century Milltown, Lowell, Massachusetts, to Beat Generation Greenwich Village. The protagonist is a paper girl who, in the course of her daily delivery of the newspaper, unwittingly collects information relevant to an ongoing murder investigation. Compelled to undo a reported injustice, she seeks out and shares her insights with the childless and charmed case detective. Together they solve two murders and inadvertently trigger another. For a story with Franco-American characters and sights, check out the paper route and be sure to leave a review on Amazon. Two big launches happened in May. First, the New England Franco Route Geotour launch, which guides you to notable Franco sites throughout Maine, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island. While on the geotour, you'll be guided to locations where thousands of French-Canadian immigrants settled to live and work, while creating new communities at the turn of the 20th century. This product is a collaboration between the French-Canadian Legacy Podcast, Museum of Work and Culture, and the Quebec Government Office in Boston. The geotour is live, so you can check it out at any time and take on the journey whenever you'd like. Shortly after the geotour launched, the Franco-American Pathways Podcast released its first episode, Using the resources available at the University of Southern Maine's Franco-American Collection, Julia Rhinelander, Anna Ferti, and Maureen Perry conduct deep dives into the history and culture of Maine's Franco and Francophone communities. So far, they have six episodes that you must check out before the podcast returns in 2022. Join the team for discussions about the importance of history, community, and stories. Things really picked up in the early fall with the launching of Lorca 4, or The Intersection. This documentary by filmmakers Daniel Quintanilla and Jessamine Irwin tells the story of Cecile, who reconnects with her Franco-American heritage and the French language when she meets recently arrived Franco-African immigrant Trezor in Lewiston, Maine. Cecile and Trezor develop a close friendship and both of their Francophone communities come together through speaking French. This is a fantastic film about heritage, language, and friendship that you must check out. Plus, a few familiar faces watched the film together virtually and made a reaction video. So check that out for a rewatch if you haven't seen it already. And of course, check out Le Carrefour. October was a very busy month with the Young Franco-American Summit coming in strong to start the month off right. The YFAS was the first conference of its kind for the Franco-American community, bringing in Franco-Americans and those interested in Franco-American history and culture, as well as the French language, to talk, network, and present projects to the group. 
Everyone in attendance was aged 18 to 35, making it the first space for the younger generations of Franco-Americans to connect and speak about their experiences and lives as modern-day Franco-Americans. The conference was held at the Franco-American programs at Le Centre Franco-American on the U-Maine campus in Arno, Maine. Special thanks to Daniel Moreau for all of his hard work organizing this event, as well as Susan Panette and Lisa Desjardins Michaud for their help, guidance, and support for this event. The anticipated in-person return of PutinFest came back with the 2021 PutinFest Spooktacular, featuring 10 Putin vendors in New Hampshire. Putiniacs once again could gather together with their passports and vote for their favorite Putin. Matt Proventure of Redbeard's Kitchen took the championship belt for the second year in a row, making him the first PutinFest back-to-back champion. Find out more about the highlights of the PutinFest Spooktacular, and check out an interview with Proventure on episode 76 of the FCL podcast. And speak of the devil, on the same day as Putinfest, our one and only host of the FCL podcast, Jesse Martineau, returned from Quebec City after six months away for a French language program. He had a blast in Quebec City, meeting people from all over the world with the same goal of learning French. I know from our talks, Jesse wants nothing more than to return to the wonderful province of Quebec, but we're glad to have him back in New Hampshire for the time being. Dr. Patrick Lacroix was hired as the new director of the Acadian Archives at the University of Maine at Fort Kent. His latest book, Tout nous serait possible, une histoire politique des Franco-Americains, covers the historical accomplishments and contributions to the United States political scene by Franco-Americans from 1874 to 1945. Écrit en français, this study contributes to the better understanding of the encounter between the French Canadians in the United States and the institutions of the host society. So the next time you're in Fort Kent, pay a visit to the Acadian Archives and check out Lacroix's fascinating book from Presse de l'Université Laval. Daniel Moreau of Dawson returned with a podcast titled Dawson Revisited, where he interviews experts of the various historical events and topics covered in his Dawson series. This podcast is about telling the stories of New England mill cities, one interview at a time. So far, there are two full episodes available, so check it out to dive into the immigration of French Canadians to New England and the development of mill cities today. So go get caught up on Dawson and then check out Dawson Revisited. And we're finally out of October. I told you it was a busy month. Going into November, I celebrated the one-year anniversary of my blog, Modern Francos. I've had a fantastic time writing blog posts, and more will be on the way, I promise. Uh, Life just gets a little busy sometimes. The blog has grown so much more than I ever thought possible. So merci beaucoup for everyone who has followed along. I really appreciate it, and I look forward to seeing where Modern Francos goes from here. And now we are into the final month of the year, December. This month, the Acadian Archives at the University of Maine at Fort Kent launched their blog. So, along with following their newsletter by contacting acadian at maine.edu, Get more updates from the archives by checking out their blog with one post published already and future posts soon to be written by students and the new director. So subscribe to the newsletter and follow the blog. Finishing up this wrap-up is the appearance of Renee McMaster, the owner of Hot Mess Putin, on Let Freedom Ring with Dan Boulier. Get to know Renee from her life in Quebec to her life in New Hampshire and why she decided to start a Putin food truck. So go check out this fantastic interview in episode 119, Putin is a hot mess, and remember to let freedom ring. That's all I've got for you this time. Everything I've covered today will be linked in the French Canadian Legacy podcast episode description. I hope you all had a Merry Christmas this past weekend, full of good company and plenty of toutier. Let's charge into the new year with health and happiness in mind. Happy New Year and merci for listening. Now our fathers look at us and sigh with despair To think that everything they love we simply 
share But the spirit never dies, our culture will survive Each of us must choose how much to keep alive Each of us must choose how much to keep alive Special thanks to Josie Vashon for providing the music. You can find more about her at josievashon.com. This podcast was produced and edited by Mike Campbell. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at fclpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at fclpodcast for more information about the topics discussed. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this episode.